0: Welcome to the good, the bad, and the sequel with your hosts, Doug and Jamie. We are back and this is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels and we do it in two parts. The first, an interview with an actor or someone involved that made the film worth watching. The second, a discussion of the sequel what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. I hope you enjoy our last... We had two interviews for this week's movie, which is pretty awesome. We had Aouda, uh, the Maynard Izayashi. He was the translator for Ace in Ace Ventura 2, When Nature Calls. And we had Damon Stanford, who played the Wachati chief. But before we dive into this very, very quick sequel, quick turnaround from the first film... I have to introduce you to my partner in the sequel watching journey, Jamie Riccardi. Jamie, how you doing?
1: I'm doing great, Doug. How are you doing?
0: Pretty good, man. This movie really brought me back. And uh I know I talk about this with a lot of people and I talked to you about this when we started this podcast. Like this movie is really huge for me in the in what this podcast is about. So I watched this movie so many friggin' times, more than the first one. Like I've seen the first one a lot, but this movie, so quotable. So many of these lines when they came out, I like could say him before he said him
1: yeah you know this is one of the you know we've we've talked about you know a lot of the sequels don't hold up to the first movie and this is one of them that i think is better than the first movie Um, oh yeah i've seen this movie a thousand times as well you know i was a huge jim carrey fan back in the day and uh this is like prime jim carrey in this movie ace ventura pet detective how are you this afternoon all righty then and i think this movie is great so this is one of the few times that you'll say you'll hear me say that i really enjoyed the movie
0: that's good that's good we, we like that so so one thing i have to say about this movie before we get in and talk about all of it is the first one's like a movie there's so many different other parts to it the dolphin getting stolen there's like other scenes this movie he's in every scene in the movie like honestly, there's. It's rare that he's not on the on the screen.
1: Yeah, you know that's. I think that's what I enjoy about this movie. It's it's not so much like the storyline or the. It's like the scenes in this movie are very funny. They're just like one scene. It's it's nonstop. First of all, it's like he's nonstop through from beginning to end. But it just it's the scenes. Like the first one has the whole. you're right. You has other characters. Really, he's the main. Like he just nonstop, and uh, I, I love it. I think it's it's almost like a sketch. It's almost like him doing a bunch of scenes from In Limit Color.
0: Oh, yeah, and this is probably the only time I'll ever be able to compare this to something, but I compare this to Terror Tunes 3 in the sense Joe Castro wanted to show all of his special effects talent back to boom, 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 right after another. This movie's the same. It's like over and
1: over just, and there, everything lands. It's so great. Yeah, you know, you know, we'll we'll get into it, but the, the, only, the only thing that I'm going to say that, you know, watching it, I haven't seen it in a while, but I've, again, I've seen it a thousand times. I don't remember some of the, the background scenery being as bad as oh, I yeah. saw so it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I can't wait to dive into this.
0: Well, the movie was filmed in South Carolina. <laughs> and some was, see, online, the only thing you could see is South Carolina. But when I talked to Maynard, who plays Oda, the translator, he said some of it was filmed in Texas. So sometimes online, because the movie was you know, 25, 26 years ago, they filmed it. So
1: it might not be 100% accurate, but he said Texas, so... So he wasn't really climbing those mountains? No, he was not. I thought he was pulling a Tom Cruise, and he was uh, doing his own stunts.
0: God, that's one thing I have to say about this movie. I don't remember if it's as much in the first one. Did the first one
1: have a lot of other references from other movies? Um, Crying Game, right? C- Crying Game was one of them at the end. Um, I don't think as many... And you know the other thing I would say is the only other thing with this movie is they were definitely a lot of um, joke repetitions from the first movie.
0: Oh, he's, everyone is hit. The greatest hits is played.
1: Yeah, uh, with that you know at that, and I, I you know I would have liked to have seen a little bit more like originality. Um, but you know what, he improved on the jokes in the second one compared to the first one. So uh, oh, definitely. And you know if you haven't seen the first one in a long time, you know the first one's great when you watch it it is like overly ridiculous. Like it, it's like the, oh, it's like you talk about Jim Carrey's always, always like overacting. He totally does it in the first one where I think he kind of tames it a little bit in the second one, but he's still overreacting, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> so, so right off the, right off the bat, like I mentioned the, the
0: references for other movies, like the parody. at first off cliffhanger,
1: cliffhanger came out what a year before six months before that's such a cool opening scene. It's a great opening scene, but the one thing I was thinking to myself is if you're not a Stallone fan, you know, and you're going to watch a Jim Carrey movie, are you going to get that reference? Oh, no, no way. Right. And so like, you know, or like children today or, or people that have never seen it today, you know, or, you know, up until like recently, they're totally not going to get that reference. But man, does he nail it? You know, if you know the movie, a cliffhanger, it's like, it's perfect.
0: I love when the, the guy with the helicopter Ace, you got to turn back. It's only one raccoon. And he's like, if I were you, I'd get, come on, turn around. And he's like, if I were you and you were me, then I'd use your body to get to the top. Nobody could stop me. So here's a question that I have later, but it's good that you mentioned that. What is a target audience? Because you saw this when you
1: were, you're were like 18, 19. I was like 10, 9, 10.
0: So who, who's this a target for?
1: Yeah, I know. You know, um, it's, it's tough because, like, you know, my children have seen this movie and they love it. Um, and you know, they're 14 when they, I think when they first saw it, they had to be like a middle school. Now, you know, they're in high school and college, they still enjoy it. It's tough because they have a lot of references that only adults would get. I mean, cause there's definitely, I didn't realize some of the sexual innuendos that happened <laughs> yeah. in this movie, you know, and I'm sitting there watching with my daughter and my son and, uh, you know, that was a little uncomfortable, <laughs> but it is so silly. that like, a lot of adults are like, I know my parents can't stand it. Like, you know, like, so there is, it's, you know, it is I think it's made for like, teenagers and adults who are immature no that's a good and know it reminds me of like a pixar movie as a movie
0: that you watch with your kid but then in the movie there's your super adult jokes that the kid still might laugh at but you get it because like the cliffhanger parody charlton heston okay. impersonations like a kid might be like oh that's a funny voice and not get really right what
1: it is. right well you know bugs bunny was the same way you know oh, you yeah could, you know but again this is like i is the rating PG thirteen uh i don't know because because I, I i was assuming it was pg but then there was some questionable scenes that i'm like all right maybe oh pg r. 13 it is okay all right so yeah and i think you know it's funny i think if this movie was made today it probably would have been r yeah probably with the way the rating again 80s pg movies would be definitely rated r you know like so this oh is, yeah so i think just because of some of the innuendos it would have been a tough call you know but it, it was great yeah <laughs> So here's a main question I have. It has nothing really to do with – well, it has to do with the movie, but is there such a thing as a pet detective? I don't know. <laughs> it's got to
0: be – it's got to be like what – if there is, what how low is that? Is that
1: below like a
0: like a pharmacy security guard?
1: Well, the, I mean, we, I think we discussed this even when we did the mask, the sound of the mask. Are there dog catchers? Like so are, are pet detectives above dog catchers? Oh, <laughs> Yeah. And
0: I don't know. I mean, pet detective and dog. God, I think both of them are pretty terrible jobs. <laughs> well but he has no, fun I, with
1: it. Uh, he, has, he has a listen. He, it, you know what? I almost feel like he doesn't have any friends. The animals are his friends.
0: I know. He doesn't seem like he can connect with people too. Because every conversation he has just goes off the rails.
1: Well, I think, you know, as I said, like, you know, he goes over the top. I also think he gets more immature this one than he does in the first <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> and i mean he's definitely that guy that you know it's funny like you know everybody has that one friend that you know he's funny but sometimes he just he doesn't stop that's that's jim carrey like you know if you're hanging out with him you know as ace Ventura, i think you know be funny in the beginning and then after a while you're like all right i can't take it anymore yeah that's that's the personality that he has i think people realize with him
0: yeah there's no off button and i know you're talking about i don't know if it was before we start recording or during but uh the speculation of a third movie a fourth film
1: would it be yeah it'd be a fourth one right well, I mean, a third one with Jim Carrey, the second, the, because I mean, you only had the two and then you had, uh, you know, the, the, the one we did, Ace Vittorio, uh, junior junior. Yeah. With our yeah, friend Jim Carrey Josh wasn't in there. So that, I mean, it's like, it's like saying dumb and dumber three because we did a dumb and Dumber when Harry, That's Floyd. True. you know, so yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it would say, I would say a third one. And the fact that they killed
0: him off and
1: yeah, detective
0: kinda... junior. Well, I guess they kind of, did it, but yeah, I don't know. But no, uh, yeah, we'll talk about Junior later because it kind of, I think, sort of comes up. But yeah, so I love when he feeds the birds climbing up the mountain. Another one, that's like a corny joke when Ace is climbing up and he's like, uh, 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 <laughs> and he starts to like bombing into the birds. Like so many of these jokes, again, over the top ridiculous.
1: Well, you know, my daughter's watching me and she goes, Dad, look how fake that bird looks. That was before he started feeding the bird. I yeah. go, she, I think she was think, assuming the bird was going to be like a normal bird. And then, you know, he did a little motherly uh, love to the bird and uh, <laughs> puke in his mouth <laughs> or so regurgitate the food.
0: So then, like we mentioned before, it's cliffhanger. So if you've never seen that, really love that movie. Great. John Lithgow is the bad guy, but so he's, he's climbing across going to save the raccoon. The, the harness belt snaps. He can't hold on to the raccoon. And then he, and then he, the raccoon disappears into dies.
1: You know, that's pretty sad. I got to be was. honest. You. And you oh, know what's yeah. funny? I think I was more sad when the raccoon died than when the woman died in Cliffhanger. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and you know, it's funny that when they show the helicopter, because I know the helicopter was in the, it's the Cliffhanger, but the helicopter here looked like a toy helicopter, like yeah. floating around, like on, on a string. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: sure it did. It probably did not have the sly budget. And most of the budget of this movie, which one thing that... uh Jim Carrey was kind of, it was kind of his own fault, but he got paid a lot for this movie, and the budget was not much more. So that's why a little bit of the scenery in the background, a lot of these things are probably done on the budget end.
1: Well, he was the, f- I believe he was the first twenty million dollar actor to get paid yeah. twenty million dollars. So w- was he paid twenty for this movie? Because I know the, I, what, or fifteen. He got it? fifteen for this 15. movie. Okay, twenty for Cable Guy. Okay, so yeah, so and what was the budget for this movie? Thirty. Um, or 20 like it was like like he got like three i think uh, two-thirds of what the budget was or something yeah. you know yeah so uh yeah but i mean uh you know honestly i mean knowing the type of movie it is seeing this the, you know the the cheesy backdrop it's still it, you know it kind of made what the movie was you yeah. know it, it made you laugh kind of thing
0: yeah the budget for this one was 30 so half of it went to him so that's a lot
1: <laughs> that isn't a lot
0: and he just was at odds with the director the whole time so they get the writer to become the director. It was like a big thing. The guy who plays like the main, I don't really like give it away, but you know, the, the guy who works at the British consulate. Uh, what's his name? Abney Cadby. So Cadby was filming. He had to go film some other movie at the time. So he flew to England, flew back. And he said in like those three days, it all changed. Car- Carrie was fighting the director. We had to think, really think about it. This guy was so busy he worked on three movies that came out. I didn't know Batman forever was already
1: filmed before this. And you know what? He makes that movie. I mean, like he he would, I think, I believe this movie came out with, he had three movies come out in the same year. I'm yeah, that was,
0: that was a dumb and dumber, the mask and the first Ace Ventura. Yeah. I mean, that was in 94.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, like he, he definitely was like the biggest guy, you know, back then. So, I mean, I, I get it. Um, But uh, you know what? Uh, You know, the final outcome worked. You know, even though there might have been a lot of behind the scenes, if you didn't know that and you didn't read about it, I think, uh, you know, you would never have known because the movie is great.
0: Yeah, and he's so great. So the next part might have been silly in any other movie, but so what do you do when you kill a raccoon? You join the monastery with all the monks. And God, it's just (laughs) so crazy.
1: Well, and and, you know, the... (laughs) You know they take it very serious. I mean, or they try to. And I, I, I love when he forces the loser out when he's, yeah. when, he's when he's meditating. Yeah. Wait, wait, was it? Oh was no, that? no, no. He says, "All all alrighty."
0: <laughs> yeah. He catches he all the greatest hits have come out multiple times. But yeah, so Greenwall gets sent there to get Ace because he's like the great. I guess he's the greatest pet detective in the world. And again, why? I think is he's he the on only that?
1: pet detective in the world.
0: Yeah, that is true. So he the first movie is Miami. Okay, he's living in a shit apartment. He's not making much money because he's trying to find this pigeon the whole movie uh, movie for his big payday. But in this movie, he is on a mountain looking for a raccoon. So that is
1: something that how to get there? Why is he there? Well, because I mean, listen, you know, he saved the Miami Dolphins dolphin you know <laughs> yeah. so that's a pretty you know like you're out there he was on tv he was you know like so now he's got to up it up you know he's got to up the ante right now so you don't know i mean the raccoon is who is the raccoon like for the days or it was just a random raccoon like they didn't Ra- even talk about it
0: no i think it was kind of random because they said the plane crashed and then it, it reminded me of the movie alive because when he climbs up it's just like that empty plane and i guess all the the raccoon was left by itself but now i was thinking that when i'm watching i'm like. And even if they did like a name drop, like this is the raccoon of I don't Mike know Gates, yeah, yeah, Mike exactly. Dyson. yeah, like yeah. somebody just random, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so he's in the monastery. Greenwall goes up there because they need the greatest bet detective in the
1: world, and they need to find an animal. So, so the only person they can send there is a guy who's walking, a fat guy who's walking <laughs> with a cane up a, a flight of stairs that has. <laughs> How many stairs would you say were there? Like how many flights? Like probably it must have been like three
0: thousand steps at least. Okay. And he's sweating going up. Okay, <laughs> but later when he's going down, he seems very at ease. I know it's going easier to go down, but when he convinces Ace to get out there because he's getting paid twenty thousand, like that was a big deal. Well, for yeah,
1: him. I, 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was like, "Man, this is a big, big check. I guess I'll do it." And I love the the. He's so annoying to all the monks there. What do you call the main monk? What is he?
1: You know what I, you're asking me what they call master me?
0: monk. No, but what was in it? He, he said what he was, maybe master. And he's like, but I never got my, my oh, yeah. here, <laughs> take mine. But this took you eighty years. No, it's okay. I'll get a new one.
1: I wrote he, that him. <laughs> he goes, it, it goes, uh, the medal took him 80 years to achieve. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, you know, and then like, you know, yeah, they couldn't wait to get rid of him because he was annoying. And then, you know, he, he, he i guess they persuaded him to go because it was twenty thousand dollars he thought they'd be sad they're all like excited that he's leaving and then there's one monk running around in his underwear yeah. like what what was that about like i didn't i didn't understand that like i like you know they're all dressed in monk gear and you have this one fat guy is running around in his underwear and how does that conversation come up does the director
0: or well the rec- director was the writer he's like all right i know we got 40 monk extras Hey, uh, number 37, take your pants off. It's like, what? I don't want to do that. You want to be a featured? And then Ace is going to point at your butt and then say, they don't usually act like this, but the slinky part. Ah, oh, God. How many times I quoted this as a kid with the slinky, like going downstairs and then the same thing.
1: Oh, so close.
0: Can I do it again?
1: I, I, you know, I remember when I first saw that for the first time, I was dying. Because just the, the way he screams at the, I'm I, I, like, you know, he was so upset. And then you wanted to do it again. He has to. Yeah. <laughs> you, you love, have you ever done that with a uh, slinky on a stairs? Yeah. I don't think it ever makes it down for me. Like, uh, I, I don't know if I have the right form or not, but it just, I always had trouble. I never got all the way down, probably
0: big flights of stairs, but there's a way you could cheat if you do it towards the end. But no, I guess I have to get a slinky and do it.
1: Me I mean, towards the end, like on the last step.
0: Yeah, no, towards the end of the step. So, oh, there he I... has pretty good momentum. Gotcha. But now that uh, slinky, man, if you actually give it a kid a slinky right now for a gift, they'd well, probably
1: kill you. How boring! Think about it. How boring is a slinky? Like, really? Like, even back in the day when you had one, like everybody wanted one. But like, you really? I think it was one of those toys where you 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 get it for like maybe ten minutes and then you never use it again. Yeah, it's fun for the first ten minutes and that's it.
0: Well, there's a lot of toys like that. Like, I know the yo-yo, you can do tricks. it'd be like, yo-yo, yo-yo,
1: slinky, pet rock. Well, I think oh, yeah, yo-yo, <laughs> you can do tricks when you're like, you know, like most people, I never, I don't think I've ever really seen anyone do a trick, you know, maybe except the cats in a cradle, the simple yeah. one that everybody does. Outside of that, knowing that it's like, again, those are the toys that are really boring. Even silly putty, you know, it's fun yeah. putting on, it was fun putting on the comics for two seconds and then, all right, now what? <laughs> yeah, I
0: know. But back in the day, that's all you could do. There's no like other thing to do. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now Ace he, he's on the plane, he's going there then he finds out it's a bat. Well, be, be,
1: is this before he started making the animal noises? Uh, yeah, no, that was right around the same time, okay. yeah. Yeah, so he finds that a bat and that that's one question I had like cuz he is the lover of all animals. Yeah. That like why would he not like the bat i mean listen i hate bats and the way he reacts throughout the whole movie is pretty much the way i would react to a bat a mouse a rat like you know like i'm the same way like uh, you know but he it, he's a lover of all animals so i'm surprised that he, there is an animal that he doesn't like
0: yeah and that's one thing that jim carrey hated about the script oh he, he wanted hated to like that okay well not even think like, he wanted to write, he just thought it was a, a dumb storyline like at the time, but yeah, the bats are cr- the bat that they have in the cage. I don't think it's real. It's probably a puppet, yeah. but the teeth on yeah. that thing is the just- red
1: eyes. Well, you know, but honestly it works. I mean, I, I, you know, I think the fact that he doesn't like it and the way he's running with it and the way he's, <laughs> speaking, I think it's hysterical. So I think it does work. So I guess the writers knew what they're talking about. Yeah. You know, and then back on the plane, when he, imagine sitting next to somebody being annoying like that, making all these different animal noises. he was doing we could see how fake was that airplane looking it looks so small i I said the same thing to my kids i said it looks like this first of all like there's like only like four rows in the whole air but they make it look like it's such a huge plane
0: yeah yak
1: you want to hear the (laughs) sound of the yak Yak. (laughs) yeah yeah so i didn't know that a yak's noise is just basically saying yak (laughs)
0: peanuts do you want peanuts peanuts I have one right here. And he points to his dick.
1: He goes, Yeah, I usually what do you say? It's bulk bulky, or I yeah, usually it's like carry-on that. or something, or yeah, it's bulky, but I usually bring it as a carry-on. <laughs> consider it a carry-on, yeah. And you know, that was the beginning of of myself as I'm watching with my kids. I'm like, you know what? I forgot. There's a few of these that they're gonna be coming up. <laughs> and these are the like you talked about, these are a lot of
0: the greatest sets from the first one. First one, sunflower seeds. Smoking, it's a disgusting habit. He's spitting on the table. This one, uh Greenwall sleeping, a he spits
1: all the <laughs> peanut shells all over his arm. And he he, he does eat like a hamster or chip. Oh, I know. Like, <laughs> and I think he did that in the first one too. Yeah.
0: So how about when they're in they're supposed to be in Nibia? Why the hell is there a random subway ad on a on a billboard
1: in English? Well, I mean, the budget was what, 30 million, and you know, they had to make some extra money. You know, oh, so I know
0: I they did, but could they have at least put it in, like, Nibian or whatever the language is? Like, I don't know. What's the language in Nibia? Click clock. I don't know. <laughs> but it should be something like that. But so here, we're, we're this far into the movie. We already have Cliffhanger, Twilight Zone reference. There's something on the wing. Yep. So I know kids will laugh at it, but I, even at that age, I watched a lot of older things. So I saw Cliffhanger. Like, back then, there was nothing. But yeah. I feel like nowadays it'd be so lost even like chitty chitty bang bang
1: reference well the songs in a movie yeah i mean i didn't understand that like the, the singing chitty chitty chitty, chitty. i that <laughs> was just so i was just so random and weird you know like i i didn't get that but yeah the captain kirk impression um i forgot that he was in twilight zone you know yeah he, like, i think he's the one that does that one with the plane right yeah yeah
0: he's in two of them he's in that one and he's in the one with the when they're at the diner and the alien is saying humans on the menu That's a good one. It's a good toilet Zone. Oh, okay. No, but but it's so funny that this movie seems like it's a lot of that. And it would be fun to look at the script and see if a lot of these things are original bits. Because I could see Jim Carrey just be like, all right, I can do a great Captain Kirk. I use that in my SNL audition. I'll throw that in there. I can do this, that. Because there's so many of those.
1: Without a doubt, I would say that, especially since he had such power in this movie, that he did – so much ad-libbing in this yeah. whole movie. You know, and like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, he probably sang a bunch of different songs and they're probably like, you know what? That's the one that's going to, you know, think. because he without a doubt was, was doing all this improv.
0: I love when he shows up at the consulate and you're like that buddy that you can't bring places. How about, he thinks in his mind, it's a good way. He's slamming his hand onto people's food while they're eating. And then he puts the cherries in his nose and the asparagus in his teeth.
1: Yeah, that's so. I I would say his immaturity definitely came out. Like, this is a guy you definitely don't want to bring up. Like, you have those friends that you know. Again, they're funny, but when you you don't want other people to see him the way he's acting, you know, like how annoying. I mean, his his immaturity at at that whole very conservative uh, party was just ridiculous.
0: Yeah, and that monopoly guy scene. Quote that. That's one thing I always quote.
1: That's one of my favorite scenes. I mean, how how big is that guy? He's he's tiny. He's
0: tiny, and his. Dude, well, his wife is, she was smoking. I'm like, how did, I don't remember as a kid that he looks so old, the Monopoly guy. He looks like a young guy that just, they yeah. put gray in his eyebrows yeah. and like a bald cap on. But I'm like, damn, dude, how the hell did this guy well, get it?
1: I don't know if his wife is smoking. She was pretty attractive. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, compared for to that him, guy to land him? But, okay, yeah, it's a home run for that guy. But he's probably the Monopoly guy. So that's why he has all that money. Well, that's, that's exactly what it is. Doesn't you know, for the free parking. <laughs> I, again, when, he, when he's walking around and acting French, and, and he's like, yeah. you know, when, when he's and he's like rubbing the guy's leg, and I, I, I that was one of my favorite scenes. Uh, you know, and I remember watching that when I was younger too. It, that was just great. Ba-dum, um, ba-dum, yeah. ba-dum, ba-dum.
0: do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. And he's just shaking his like lifeless mouth.
1: You know, and we skipped over this. How about when he was driving the car, the jeep, to get there? you know and and first of all it looked like it was going like 20 miles an hour but he's like bouncing all over the place like like like, on on the rough terrain and then this seems to be a habit when he drives like (laughs) i guess he doesn't know how to park is that what it is or he doesn't know how to slow down in the first First, one he just had the cracked windshield and he had to look outside the window this movie is like tumbling a car and getting out unscathed just walks right out of the car but it, it just, it's just ridiculous. Like, it's almost like they find a one joke and they just got to keep writing it. And that's because yeah. it happens, I think, twice in the movie. He flips oh, yeah. around multiple times.
0: Yeah, so. one time he, he lands upside down. <laughs> and it's fine. <laughs> and he has to throw in a, like a glove. So it's, yep. oh, we're probably 20 minutes in. There's so many first movie jokes that, again, are in this one. Some are better. Some are the same. And then we already get in the jungle when they show the gorillas having sex.
1: Just randomly. Well, it was a foreshadowing moment. It was foreshadowing. It was, yes. Okay, so he had that weird walk in this movie, kind of like a Conor McGregor, like yeah. right? Did he have that same walk in the first movie? I don't remember, like being this pronounced. Yeah, it's not it wasn't as bad in the first one, but he did have sort of like a strut to him. Yeah, yeah. But it was reminded me of like a Conor McGregor kind of yeah. Walk. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, okay. So he's at the consulate right and this is when he meets the guy who's the guy that he first meets it's the the guy with Cad the mustache, right yeah right, okay so, so that so, be yeah right so when he's whip, he's whipping the horse yeah right and then jim carrey takes it out of the sand reminding a dumb and dumber scene you know he takes the the, the the i guess the whip and he whips the guy and he's what he say? he goes it's funny it didn't seem that painful were." <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <That's, laughs> <laughs> When you yeah when you were doing it to the
0: horse yeah that is that is a great scene so I love I, I love when he gets to the village is the probably the bumblebee tuna is the best when he gets there all the guys are saying bubble away a tuna bubble away a tuna and he just keeps saying bubble bee tuna bubble bee tuna he's like excuse
1: me your balls are showing bubble bee tuna bubble bee tuna well before that you missed the whole shadow puppet. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah he, i mean i again this this movie he just goes from one shtick yeah. to, to the next you know but uh, yeah i thought that whole shadow scene was pretty funny for,
0: for the kids who doesn't love a good zorro
1: joke right oh no that wasn't no, 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 it was, it was the Lone ranger right that's and you know what like even then like i couldn't think of who it was i'm like I was going to my kids. Who who was with Tonto? I remember Tonto. I could remember the Long Ranger. So, right. Another reference that I think only certain people are going to get. Oh, yeah. But but they were laughing. Rubbing the nipples and yeah. Well, that's the funny part. Or when the snake's biting his crotch. (laughs) and it's spitting. (laughs) No,
0: he's just on fire. That's why there's like so many times, so many lines I could write down because there were just so many right after another. But and then they have the the random thing in a village. I don't know why a tribe would want to this is the way to like grow get higher up a level in the tribe is standing on top of a totem pole, just doing he shit earthquake tests. He starts shooting. And later he's shooting with spitballs. It's just like, what?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it's almost like survivor. I mean, like, you know, they have, they have to do these things on survivor where that the balance and listen, you want to be a real warrior in the Wattuchi uh, tribe or whatever the watch. What is it? wachuchi
0: It's what Um, it w- is, Watchati, oh, the good Wachati. one. The other oh. one's the watch you
1: too. Ah, Wachutu. Why the hell do they have to do that? <laughs> Why couldn't they at least have different letters? Yeah, or at least you know, just you know, uh, different different names. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's ridiculous. But yeah, the, and then and then he goes to the guard. <laughs> I love. It. He goes. Did the guard see anything or what? He, was the, oh, the baboon? <laughs> 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 that was cool seeing a
0: baboon like that, like that close yeah. and just standing there. I was like, yeah thing was probably so doped up on drugs or something which is sad but <laughs> but I love that scene and I got some behind the scenes from when I talked to Damon Staniford uh, who played the Wachati chief when they're in there and they're going back and forth and they're they're hawking the louis on each other so when they came out of there he tells a funny story about it but uh they basically covered their faces they used KY jelly no yeah <laughs> And they really did – when they showed the spit, that was a real spit.
1: I'm um, sure. Jim Carrey said to spit on me. Oh, <laughs> So was that Jim Carrey's spit when he spit out? <laughs> no, that was KY Jelly.
0: <laughs> but now the story that he told me, some kid, he was at some party at his friend's house. And uh, the kid goes to Damon and says, man, that's the funniest scene in the movie. What would you guys do? And he's like not even thinking. I'm like, yeah, we used KY Jelly. And, and then the parent came over. He's like, you can't say KY Jelly to a 12-year-old.
1: It, you know, and you know, what's funny as I'm watching that I was waiting for like, like a kind of a blooper of like their faces being clean. But the whole time they're talking out of there, it's still dripping off their face. Oh, I know. So I that know. was, that was awesome.
0: And then another joke that's so funny is the Chicago, Chicago, <laughs> like, dude, this, there's just so many after now, like you said, they take the ones from the first one, and they just have so many new ones that are amazing.
1: Well, they also said that, you know, they have not seen disease until the white man came and then Jim Carrey sneezes. <laughs> <laughs> or or even like when Jim Carrey starts, I mean, I think it was a little before, but when he started describing the bat, when they were standing by the cave. And like, just again, you know, I put myself in, I guess, I mean, there's some people that, you know, don't cringe with bats or snakes or rats. I'm okay with snakes. But bats look like mice, and I can't stand like – like skeeve mice. And when he's describing the bat, I would be the same way. The way he acts, it's like just so icky. Like it's, just, it's very funny the way he does it. So you're okay with snakes? So when you saw Indiana Jones, you're like, shut up, Jones. It's just snakes. Yeah, you know. you know, It's just – they don't look as creepy. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Bat, bat, especially this bat. I mean this bat had, I think, beady red eyes. Yeah. Fangs and red teeth, and like, and all white. First of all, I've never seen a white bat before. I don't even. Are they like real bats that are white? I'm sure there's
0: albino of most animals, maybe. But so you're telling me you'd rather be toe to toe with the 60 foot
1: anaconda than? Are they considered a snake? I would hope so. Oh, it's not steroids. Right. Well, maybe. Well, <laughs> if, trying- I, if I'm with David Hasselhoff, then I'm okay. okay. And you said mo-, mo you think most animals have an albino animal oh. like a zebra would have an albino well,
0: humans there's albino <laughs> humans
1: so you're comparing a zebra to a human no but i'm sure there's albino or some different looking zebras well if there's an albi- albino zebra wouldn't it be like a white horse <laughs> or yeah so, you, so you're saying a white horse
0: might be an albino zebra? it could be okay if anyone listening has any leads or are if you are like a what i don't know a zebra what? wrangler zebra wrangler zoologist zookeeper just give us a call so one reference i never got as a kid because you know when we watch these movies and you're taking notes you get like get really deep dive but when he had the jalapenos on his fingers he did like a freddy krueger voice he was like hey. he like did like this weird like freddy krueger and he did the jalapenos like in the guy's face face like it was like the finger knives and i'm like that's pretty cool.
1: You know what? I didn't. I didn't even. I went past me. I mean, I just thought he was just being a jackass.
0: And he sees the princess, and he is real dude. And she's like right in front of his face. He's just.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he almost lost it. Well, when when he when he's just sitting there and he's like describing how he took a life of celibacy, or you were just talking about like how he doesn't judge the body, and all of a sudden you all you see is this, the princess's stomach, like nose, like his 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 nose is like belly button. Like, I, yeah. and he loses it. Like, then, you know, you know, and then the, the next scene is great. But he keeps it good because he goes, well, let them dance. And then he goes to finger dust. But does, well, no, the, the next scene, isn't the next scene when he was. No, the next well, scene right after that, he, he, she asks Greenwald
0: to dance and Uda comes up to dance. Oh, okay, okay. because watches she, them and he seeks away. And this is when he uses a lot of finger dust and
1: nothing's there at all well you know i was looking around he 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 had looked like he was wearing more on his whole body than he had around i mean he had it all over the place but like he was covered head to toe
0: yeah and let's talk about the way he looked and the way everything in that room because it reminded me of the towards the end of the movie the fight scene between him and tommy davidson which we'll talk about more in depth later but why was everything white it looked like it snowed yeah the ground was all snowy like maybe there was snow in South Carolina or Texas when they filmed.
1: Whatever, they, they were just covered in like a powder. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, but their makeups were all powder too. So. Yeah, but the ground was the same color as their makeup. Well, maybe they're trying to blend in. Well, maybe maybe they're hiding. There you go. It was see? a war that was going to happen? Maybe. See, see, it's like using uh, you know, camouflage. That's their camouflage.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, so he does the dusting and then. Uh, his keen senses knows to look underneath the cage. Smart guy. Well, he is a pet detective. Yeah. And he, and he found a feather. Now at that point though, he's not putting two two together, right? I don't think so. Cause he does. not I don't think he saw that guy yet. Did he? He only saw a photo of that guy during the slideshow. You mean the guy from Sh- uh, Shawshank?
0: Yeah. Burton Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. So he didn't see Quinn yet. So I think he saw photos, but didn't think about the Raven until he sees them later. In, I think in the next scene. He pretty much sees them. But how about when Ace hangs out with the princess? We talked about it before when he was shooting the spitballs and he teaches her how to do it. And then they seem like they're about to do something. And
1: he restrains himself, right? Well, that's – so I had a question about this. Okay, good. Okay, so he restrains himself, but we find out later on he doesn't restrain himself. I mean, yeah, but that's, I don't know. Maybe there was another part they did
0: it. Cause, okay. Cause where was she? Cause it almost looked like Greenwall walked into him jerking off.
1: Oh, he did. Oh, oh he did. Jerking? Oh, it was just jerking off. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah, no. no. I mean, yeah, I thought get, she was the way he covered. No, I thought, no, 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 I mean, no. no, no Cause he had, he, he had the, I think he had like the jelly next, next to him, like Vaseline next to him, the <laughs> bottle of Vaseline. He, he, it was almost like a Tommy Boy. Kind of, wasn't that happening to Tommy Boy? Which, yeah. Boy, yeah. It, yeah. Myth, so, yeah. yeah no he came in that's why he put the cu- pillow over himself and then um yes he was and i and that's why he was also breathing heavy like you know he's he, he nervous but that's so that's my question because he she wasn't there for that obviously he was alone because don't forget like she took her top off in yeah. front of him oh then, yeah
0: that's what it was yeah
1: and then she put it back on right so like because he kind of rejected her because he took a life of celibacy and then he regretted that decision obviously and that's when he got caught but we find out later that he was with her. Yeah. So when I was thinking yeah. maybe after he gets shot with the darts, like she
0: took advantage, but he While knew that he, he remembered it. So it wasn't then. Cause he knew he
1: goes, they can tell that. <laughs> say, so, you know what? Maybe there was a delete. You can tell that maybe there's a deleted scene or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That was, yeah, where is that? Yeah. Because I mean, that, that, those two things did not, because I don't think there was actually any time for him to do anything. If you didn't do it, then there was no time to do it any other time.
0: Yeah, that is weird. So, so one thing about this movie, there's a lot of montages from like here on. There's like a lot of good. They're all funny, but the montage with Secret Agent Man, that's so great, man. I know they're superimposed. He's not obviously with the lions, but they're just so funny. Like the ad libs that he probably did at those points.
1: Well, you know th- that that cracked me up because he said, "I'm a I'm a, a master of disguise." First of all, right? Oh. He, he said that he didn't wear one disguise except for the rhino. So like, you know, like he, he's, he's with the lions eating the, the carcass, but he dresses himself. He was hanging out with the monkeys, just picking, but dresses himself. And he was with the hippos in the water, dresses himself, although his ears wiggled. So like <laughs> wiggle, he looked like alfalfa. He did. He did. <laughs> but so is that a master of disguise? If you're not really wearing a disguise, he just blends in like is, I would say he's a master of blending in. how stupid are people around that they can't notice a human hanging out with all the animals
0: yeah no i know nobody nobody notices it at all and here's something we gotta talk about we talked about how much he got paid which was twenty thousand dollars to do this where the hell did he get a mechanical rhino and how much was
1: it that that thing was very high tech yeah very high tech um although I, i would say the controls are a little off i mean to be able to move the rhino you got to pull levers back yeah. and forth. i mean you know I, I would expect it to be a little better but yeah like wh- where did he get that because he, he wasn't expecting to use the right like you know like this whole situ- situation so that was a little interesting but that that scene was amazing
0: yeah i know i love i always love that like he taps the the fan goes he taps it goes a little bit dies like sputters out and then he can't open the door and you're like oh shit and then well, dude this is still one of the funniest when he comes out of the butthole, the rhino, and just the whole like the finger going in—you don't write that. It's Jim just saying, "Here's what I'm going to do," and you only have one shot at it, or they have to rebuild it
1: because he would have ripped it. Right. Well, also, how small is that hole that his whole (laughs) body fit through? I mean, the hole is so ridiculous. His face, like pushing at it, like that. Without it, I agree with you. He was that was all improv. I mean, uh, but how do you fit through that hole? That's the miracle of life, Jamie. Oh, that's how. (laughs) That's how Ryan's, rhinos give birth, right? <laughs> yeah. Through the rest. <laughs> all right. <laughs> how about
0: those kids, that family that stumbled upon that? So <laughs> they're in therapy right now, right? Or after Therapy, <laughs> but like I've never been on a safari. Would they allow them to get out of the Jeep? I would hope not. And then the worst is when they get back on, they're not in like, usually they're in, they hear the stories on the news all the time. They're like, woman gets eaten by a lion. And even in those, they're in caged uh like in the back of a truck right, right? It's engaged
1: yeah this man not enclosed at all wide open for not a enclosed, wide open and you're like very close so if a rhino's giving birth you know the daddy rhino's probably nearby like you want to so. be that close to that you know like yeah and and you know they're just standing there whole family posing like you know like, like it's nothing you're in the middle of safari you know maybe they knew that it wasn't real because the rhino doctor wasn't there <laughs> so, so the rhino didn't have a midwife so it's like all right you know
0: the rhino dad was with his buddies. They were having a beer and cigars in the waiting room.
1: <laughs> well, she was alone, so maybe the daddy left her. <laughs> oh man, dude. <laughs> teen uh teen rhino. <laughs>
0: oh my god, dude. I'm really goofy today. But uh so so the next part. So he he captures Cadby and he adds him in a dark room, the lights flickering almost reminds you of uh trying to think about a movie i'm trying to think did that spoof anything because it kind of reminded me of a different movie but Even,
1: didn't, you know it was any any generic like, yeah any yeah. generic torture movie i mean uh <laughs> you know the what was the first one it was uh what was the for- first torture because the second one was the eyeball what was the first one
0: the it, first thing he does oh yeah. uh what was it uh it
1: wasn't like a paper cut was it oh no no he was scraping the knife oh scraping uh, the knife yeah which is you know let me tell you something if you're gonna to torture someone that's pretty good oh, yeah. That's like that's annoying but that guy stood stuff stood tough, tough and uh then the eyeball thing was pretty gross i've never seen anyone do that have you oh, no and then he's like my brother used yeah. to do that and he's yeah like, so i mean like i was questioning i like, go oh, is that something like bigger big brothers do to their little brothers like they push their eyeball <laughs> i don't
0: know i was thinking in my head i'm like is that like something that really is that like a good torture technique like waterboarding then if they don't say anything but the waterboarding do the eye push ball. Like, because when he's pushing the
1: eyeball and it's like, ooh, I'm like, dude, that's gross. And and he did his own stunts. He did it. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Jim Carrey did it. So I'm going to better. Who's the first person to do that? So, you know what? I'm going to see how far I can push my eyeball. And like, <laughs> you know, like, move it back and forth. How gross is that? I bet you that guy has one eye now.
0: <laughs> who, Jim Carrey? No, the guy who ever pushed it too far. <laughs> he was like, I can do this. And he's like, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> And then the next part's really funny, too, because why the hell would Ace, after doing this, he's like, he finds out that he has nothing to do with it. He was trying to get the bat, but he didn't steal the bat. And then he says, oh, well, can you, I'm going to untie you, but don't do anything to me, okay? I'm sorry. And then why the hell would Ace get into a car with him? And how do you, who threw him off? Because he gets thrown off. The other guy's driving, so
1: who throws him? Yeah, you know what? It almost looks like he jumped off. It did. Oh, definitely. (laughs) Him and the monkey are just like laying there now yeah the did the monkey get thrown off too, yeah, oh huh. yeah. so they had someone throwing ace off and the monkey, yeah, now the monkey was in the first movie too, right? that's the same monkey that is the monkey that you know our close
0: personal friend of the podcast that we're helping out, Larry Hankin, that's the same monkey from friends, the same monkey that's in Dr. Doolittle, oh, it is the same monkey for friends yeah, Marcel. They're...
1: oh wow, interesting yeah, so that monkey gets royalty checks when uh I don't know i I think he gets paid in bananas. <laughs> Oh, oh man, a thousand bananas today. I
0: guess he split a lot. But no, he's great in this. And uh, the next part is probably, there's so many great parts of the movie, but the dart,
1: God. So this is, to me, this scene is typical. If you're a fan of like In Living Color, they use Jim's flexibility a lot in that show. And the way he's running with his arms flapping around because all these darts that are going into him was, was amazing. Like this is, Jim carried his best. I oh, mean,
0: yeah. When he's fl- when he's like, after he gets shot, he's running and he's just like flailing his arms back and forth. I think I lost him. And then it's like <laughs> four or five darts in the back and he just.
1: No, that was uh, that was awesome. Now, was the monkey with him at this time when he's running?
0: Yeah, but this monkey, we learned later, this monkey is not about Jim. This not, monkey does not care about Ace. He does not. <laughs> I wouldn't trust him. Maybe the, that would have been a good twist. The monkey was in on it. Maybe he was. <laughs> but, but so how about when Ace gets, you know, he wakes up and we see the, the princess, like, basically, like, caring for him. And Ace is talking about a Mr. Beauregard.
1: Now, is that a movie? Spook- and he's doing a southern voice. No, yes. He, he's doing. No, he said Scarlet. He's doing Gone with the Wind. Oh, I thought it was like a repressed memory that no, he no 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 he's doing uh, he, he was doing he was sounding like Scarlet um either the maid or uh uh what's her name? O'Hara or whatever her name was. But they, they were doing I'm almost positive they were doing um another
0: classic working. reference a teenager right. would get.
1: Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> I do declare he goes, I do declare, right? Yes. Uh, Scarlet, something like that. I think I almost I wanna say it was Gone the Wind.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so so then after that we find out. From there, that it wasn't because he so what happened right after that?
1: He just woke up and that was it. He woke up in the princess, uh, you know, they they I guess he was surrounded by the guy with the cane and the princess, right? Yeah, maybe again, maybe that's when she uh took advantage of him, maybe. Um, but then he realized that the dart that shot him oh no, was it the dart that shot him that wasn't the same one. No, no, that, that's no, later. that's later. That's later. But I feel like right now is when he says he has to go. Well, he had to, he had to go to the other tribe. But what yeah. what made him go to the other tribe?
0: I don't know. I forgot, But he goes to the Wachutu tribe. But these guys scare me. The other ones seem nice. Bumblebee tuna. They're saying hi to everyone. This one, they they have a lot of human skulls. There are so many human skulls on everything. Like we talked about it a little bit before. They're covered in white. They're just they're just scary looking. And and how about that? So do you think they really use the masks? The Like a prototype from the mask? Because that mask is the same one, just with all the yeah. other garb on top of it.
1: Yeah, you know, it, it definitely looked like... I mean, when, when did the mask come out? That was before this one, Before, right? yeah. Yeah, so I bet you did. I mean, uh, you know... It looked too much like it. The budget was only $15 yeah. million, So, I mean, you know... They hey, had to hey, use they so you,
0: hey, Jim, uh, we're really tight on the budget. Do you still have that mask from the movie that you kept? Can we use it? Sure, man. Whatever I can do to help. But now that... That scene is so great. He grabs the mask. He's dancing, jumps over the fire, and then just takes the mask off. And then all the
1: spears is all around him. Right. Well, he, he got so into it. Yeah. Like he was so, he got so into the dancing that, you know, he just, you know, yeah, he, he just took his mask off and he, it was almost like he was waiting for an applause. Like for yeah. his, his, his moving. And then this, when gingivitis came over,
0: yeah, well, the translator—the best is the translator. Just before he's really funny. This is like when uh Maynard; his scenes are great with Ace.
1: He's completely useless. I mean, like, no, no. I, I mean, he does a great job acting in in a movie, but like as like Jim Carrey's only friend, I guess. Like, you know, he really is useless. Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, and you can see Jim Carrey just get, keeps getting annoyed at him. Don't beat yourself up, Ace. Ace, I'm here. They didn't just capture you. They captured me too. He's like smiling. Like, you know, he he had, he had an innocence about him, you know, like, you know, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) White devil, white devil. Like that is like classic. So
1: so what, what was his purpose of not translating the right way? Like, you know, like, because Jim Carrey was trying to like, you know, like explain why, what he's doing and why he's doing it. And the translator was just basically getting, digging him deeper and deeper. Yeah. I don't know if it was maybe his
0: English wasn't as good like maynard's english him like translating back but i know that i love scenes like that in movies when people are translating oh, yeah. it's like totally wrong but no that made no sense but maybe his english wasn't as good as like we thought but the white devil and he's like you do say white devil And he's like well that's how they know you <laughs> take that part out
1: and then then you get the montage here's, your, oh, here's i love here's this one. montage this montage is is great and he has to do what he has to do, I guess, pass all these tests and then they'll let him live. Yeah. Right. And the first one was the coal. Yes. You know, they actually do that. There's, um, you, you know, Tony Robbins. I think yeah. so he does, uh, you know, a thing with hot coal that like, you know, you, you pay for like a weekend of motivation from him. And then at the last day you walk in coal.
0: That's good. Like you, pay hot, hot it, you pay to hurt your feet.
1: Well, the whole point is you're using a your mind and uh. you don't feel the pain. So, um, yeah. But Jim Carrey outsmarts them and knocks uh, oh the God. guy down and just steps all over. And not only that, it looked like he stepped a little longer on his face and, like, yeah. dug his face into the coal.
0: <laughs> you would think they would hate this guy. And, like, after that, they're like, would they? It seemed very violent. So right after that, they probably <laughs> would want to kill him. And then when he's on the log, when they're doing, like, the log, which I don't know what the hell they were doing because they are both just standing there. And he takes off his pants. <laughs> Another one. Okay, we have 30 extras for the Wachutu. All right, who wants to get a extra hundred bucks on your paycheck. All right, stand in this log. Jim Carrey's going to take your pants off. You're going to be naked. He's going to hit you in the ass. You're going to fall in the water.
1: So, so, okay. So these guys are warriors and all they have is a little loincloth with no, no underwear or anything underneath there. <laughs> no, They had no underwear on. So he just had a loincloth.
0: Yeah. I guess maybe Haynes hasn't infiltrated uh, Nibia yet. All right. But, but
1: I mean, I can't imagine really like fighting a like just either an animal or a person, in just a lawn club. I would think like, I'd be like bouncing around and like it'd be a little uncomfortable.
0: I would get nervous to it would catch on something.
1: That, that, that too. <laughs> on a tree. Ugh. <laughs> Dude, like, sticker bushes. I don't know if they have sticker bushes there. but well, imagine, imagine imagine running without wearing like, you know, underwear or something. Like, that's got to be uncomfortable. It would hurt. Yeah.
0: It could be right. loud. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But no, that one's good. And then I loved when the witch doctor that you talked about a little bit with the gingivitis, when he rips the still beat heart Indiana Jones Temple of doom correct. And then Ace goes, I'm going to do you one better. <laughs> he shoves his hand down a guy's throat. And then they, when they do the cutaway. Not only, not only his hand, up to his elbow, his arm. <laughs> smacking he's like, his jamming it <laughs> To pull out an apple core. <laughs> not even an organ. And that was passing. No, I think he passed when he pushed on the woman's
1: belly and the baby flew out. out. Dad caught it and he's like, and he had the umbilical cord still attached. So they were very realistic. But how does one swallow an apple core?
0: (laughs) Lots of practice. I don't know. But no, how about if the dad was sitting like maybe a few feet back, the umbilical cord would have stopped the baby. could have been bad. Good thing that the dad was sitting close enough. Do you think like
1: it would have been like a bungee and like it would (laughs) have snapped back? and which we is went right back in and he had to do it again <laughs> boom <laughs> all right so
0: now we have nice and living color alums going at it tommy davidson man I-, I wrote this down he never got a big role in a movie he played a side
1: character a few times
0: um yeah but, yeah, but nothing never, like no he could, he could be a great
1: sidekick, like a real sidekick, like featured in, most, in like the whole movie, you know? He could. I mean, he's, you know, he's, but I don't know if he could star in his own, but like. Not about starring, but yeah. Right. But he's totally like, he's, he even in Living Color, he was that great like side guy in every sketch. And he makes the scene. I mean, first of all, it looks like he weighs about 65 pounds. Yeah. You no know, he's a small little guy. Uh, wow. Well, just even before he comes out there, when when Ace sees the big first of all, everybody moves aside. He sees this big giant of a man come walking out for the last test, and G- and Jim Carrey's looking at him, and he's like, "All right, you can see like he's kind of crapping his pants. Like this guy's a monster." Yeah. And he turns around and he sees little Tommy Davidson tucked in a, like a knapsack, and Jim Carrey's just laughing, like almost like this is who you want me to be. <laughs> like, like, like he was like, and meanwhile everybody like even the big guy when he untied the knapsack he kind of did like as far away as he could and ran away. Like, like you don't know what to expect from this little Tommy Davidson, you know, who was like a cage animal. (laughs)
0: Dude. He's insane. The fight scene. Ace just gets his ass kicked the whole time. The montage using his head, like bongos grabbing him by the top of like the, his mouth pulling him by his teeth. It's pretty intense. And then the end of it,
1: it makes no sense. He didn't pass the challenge. Well, I think they were laughing so much, they felt bad for him. Because they called, they said, you're like, you act like a real sissy boy. Yeah. <laughs> and they, saw, they started laughing, so they felt bad. They're like, you know what? Let's just give it to him. They, I know, love
0: that he's like a kid in school and he's looking away. He's like, they're all grouped together and Uda's talking to them and he's like, You're okay with them, but they will kill you if you don't have the bad return. <laughs> but he's looking the opposite direction, like a
1: kid that was in trouble. He was he, no, he was just he was mad. And you know, again, his the translator did not help him much, you know. I mean, think about the knowing a fight when Tommy Davidson threw a spear in his leg, <laughs> you know, that had to hurt. So he asked the translator to do, like, you know, give me a sword. You know, and <laughs> it's like, you know, like the translator got him in his trouble in the first place. Yeah. And then basically what cut two arteries in his leg, you know, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. And then, so, and then leaving to add insult to injury, they shoot another dart at him. <laughs> I know. I love
0: that. I have cat like reflexes. Ah, ah, and he's just screaming. Ah.
1: You know, not only does he not have cat <laughs> like reflexes because he didn't move he's like he's got like a dead cat reflex because literally the the spirit came and he didn't move until it actually hit him yeah i I don't know what kind of reflexes he's talking about (laughs) so here's something that's really funny it's not like
0: obviously we have a lot of these interviews and we choose these movies but sometimes we don't think about the parallels like anaconda 3 our last movie in that film We made fun of the henchmen because they were all dirty and gross looking. How about this movie? Well, what is that like a stipulation to be a henchman? Okay. You got to not bathe regularly. These guys are so dirty and nasty when Ace comes up on them and they have the bat in the cage. and They're sitting there talking to each other. And it's just like, God, these guys are so freaking gross, but I guess that's what you got to do.
1: I think, well, I think when you're a henchman in the jungle, you know, I think it's a little different. Like you know, listen, you 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 pitch your hench henchmen for like the the mafia or something. You know, they're all dressed in suits. They dress, you know, they're in America. When you're in the Amazon jungle, I mean, uh, you know, you got to look dirty to to be a henchman. Yeah, I and mean, Anaconda, they were dirty and they were in the jungle or in New Jersey. We still haven't just, you know figured that one out. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you know, so here, you know, the same difference. You know, you had a, you know, yeah. I think you got to be dirty, you got to be sweaty, and you got to really have no common sense.
0: Yeah, and then Ace, he does his amazing calls that he does to the silverback gorilla, the gorillas. you know. Then those guys are like, oh, that's a lot of money. It's mating season. So then Ace, you think he's going to get the bat? No, he gets knocked out. That's what we mentioned before when he gets tied to the raft and the monkey's tied to the raft and they're floating down to a waterfall for their death.
1: I think that's a scene from a movie and I don't know which... Which movie it was? It might have been a movie called The Mission, maybe with Rob De Niro or something. Because I remember seeing that like on a box cover or something. So I think that's another scene. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so that's yeah, what they did.
0: did. Steve Odenkirk, when he wrote this movie, he watched like a bunch of movies, wrote the script, and just took a little piece that we'll spoof that. Oh yeah, you yeah, will spoof that,
1: <laughs> and it worked. And it, you know, it, it works if you know the movie. It, it works, and if you don't know the movie, it's a funny scene. <laughs> so you know, either way, it's a win-win.
0: Especially if the monkey leaves him. And he's screaming. His screaming, Jim Carrey,
1: his screaming as Ace is the best. Well, you know, not for nothing. I mean, the, Ace let the monkey loose. He helped him untie the one arm. And then the monkey was supposed to help Ace, and he leaves him. Like, yeah. he, he totally screwed him. And then how high was that waterfall that he went down? I know. <laughs> so Ace needs to figure out what happened. So he goes to the, the room, like the sacred room where well, the bat is. Before you even get there, yeah. don't forget about the fight he had with the alligator. Oh yeah. The movie so, cover. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so he, you know, he, he falls, he falls down, you know, the waterfall, you don't see him. And then he pops out of the water. Like he just survived. And he was, you know, like he just couldn't believe it. He's like, I survived. Like he's like out of breath. And then he turns his head quickly and is an alligator staring right in his eyes.
0: Another line, everyone who's seen this movie, I know it might be in other things or other references, but quit hitting yourself, quit hitting yourself. And he's using the like rubber alligator's arms to punch himself. He ha- has it in a headlock, giving it noogies. Well,
1: so, isn't it kind of like uh, Adam Sandler in uh, Happy Gilmore? Oh, yeah. Adam Sandler, get, he gives him uh, the, the elbow, like, you know, it's a whole. Oh, yeah, dude. Is it the same exact scene? It's, it's similar, you know, because he, 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 he had his ball. He had his golf ball. So it was a similar kind of scene because uh, the got- So Sandler did an
0: Odenkirk because his movie came uh Happy Gilmore came out four months later.
1: Oh, same year? Uh different year. Oh, okay.
0: But yeah, this came out ninety-six February. Uh Happy Gilmore, February sixteenth, ninety-six. Ace came out November tenth, ninety five.
1: Oh wow. Okay. So yeah, so that's uh what yeah, mm-hmm. what are the odds of two movies having an alligator wrestling match? I mean, like, <laughs> you know. It started a big trend in movies. Alligator fights were so huge. Well, you want to go take it even further back. You have uh, Crocodile Dundee. Does he fight an alligator like that? Does he elbow I don't think drop? so. Don't think so. He, yeah. well, he might have wrestled one. I think, you know, uh, he is Crocodile Dundee. So he probably, I don't think he just kills him. I'm sure he wrestled him. But I don't know. Yeah, something.
0: He, I would hope he fights a crocodile. I haven't seen that movie in a while, but I would hope he does. I'm sure he does. The name of the movie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so i love when he's meditating with the with the with the monks because he wants to go see the monk and the monkey's with him the monkey can meditate comes with him and again it's screaming talking about the med- where's the medallion ace I lost it okay it's probably in a big pile of guano so did you ever figure out why guano is so important because of the
1: pottery well because it's used for everything so there's a market for it so I think that because that, he he talks about it later on. No, I and know, this, but yeah. So it's it's used for making the pottery for for eating it. They were eating guano paste and like you know. So it's one well, they guess, were eating guano paste. They were eating off of guano. They were no. He was he it. was eating the paste. Remember, he was eating that paste in the, in the in the when he meets the princess. Yeah, but he no. He was grossed out because the the bowl was shit. I don't think he was eating shit. No, that's why he spit it out. He was. I think it was. It he goes. This fruit paste pa- fruit paste is good. He goes, what is it made of? It was guano. No, he said, What is this? This is pottery. What is this
0: pottery made out of? No, why would you eat shit out of a shit bowl? That sounds weird. You're not in that tribe. You
1: don't know. That's what they eat. They eat grubs. They eat they eat other kind of things. <laughs> I I'm almost positive. I thought he was eating the guano paste. No. Have you ever tried guano paste? No. So how do you know it's not good? I don't know. But if he eats shit, I can understand him being like, Uh, oh, yeah, this is gross. What's honey? Bee shit Okay. So how do you know guano, you know, it doesn't taste good? I
0: guess I have to try it. If there's any guano experts, please contact us. Please. So so we talked about this a little bit earlier about – oh, yeah. So uh, the references, Charlton Heston, uh, this is when Ace parks the car and he flips over – and then, he ta- and then he says, what are you doing, HR shoving stuff? So there's just all these old, old references over and over again. But Ace uses an animal to help him out. An elephant saves the day. Yeah. He says, yeah. sit, Bobo, and it sits on the guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and he also, you know, it's funny. So here's another reference. And you probably, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie. So he also, later on, he rides on an ostrich, right, yeah. riding an ostrich. There's a movie with Bill Cosby called Leonard Part Six. Who never saw it? Okay, it's, it's horrendous. And Bill Cosby rides an ostrich in that movie. That's awesome. So, um, I don't know if they use that, but because uh, I, I, I think seeing a human on an ostrich is pretty funny.
0: Oh, yeah. So, I, I
1: think it remind me of Jumanji, but
0: it kind of looked pretty cool because the way they did it was different than Jumanji because it looked pretty real. Obviously, all those animals can't be in the same room, but Ace talked to all of them. He says, Animals, lend me your rears. And he starts talking out of his ass. Then all the animals go in start beating everybody up. And a Scarface reference for the kids. Yep. Say
1: hello to my stinky
0: little friend.
1: And you know, you, you, see, you see that Scarface reference in a lot of movies. Oh, yeah. But this one is well done. Because like, yeah. you know, it's just the way it was. I think that was a, it was a perfect choice to do for, for that scene.
0: And well, it's th- almost going to get shot. And Greenwall saves the day by knocking the guy on the ground
1: well, i I love the scene even before the animal show up there when he when he, he realizes he's in trouble and he says, "Hit the lights," and yeah, he's like Greenwald. rolling he's rolling around for a good like you know maybe a minute, and <laughs> like no one's moving <laughs> <laughs> and then
0: so then canby uh he's he's leaving. he's getting away in his car. Ace, I love when he looks in the cars for keys not keys in car one, no keys in car two, but then there's keys in cars three and that's a monster truck. So when he gets in that and starts driving, I, I, I would have to confirm it, but I'm sure that's probably cannibal Corpse playing in the background. Just with no lyrics. I think it because is. because That's his, that's his favorite band.
1: Yeah. And no, sure. I think it is. Yeah. I actually, you know, it's funny. I actually have the soundtrack somewhere. Of this. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Holy crap. I, I had the soundtrack that is on the first one. Um, cause I think like, I think the Blues Travelers might have sang "Secret Agent Man." It wasn't the original song. Oh, um, cool. I'm almost positive, but I think it is. Cannibal. Oh, it's
0: definitely not the original one. I was hoping it was the Bruce Willis version.
1: No, no, no. I think it's. I think it might be Blues Travelers. Um, but I think it is Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. So See yeah. That, No, you go. Uh, so he's now. I never. I never really seen a monster truck. Do they lift up like that? So i think some of them do but just for that to be there it was just
0: perfect perfect timing that he needed one just to rip through the jungle yep. the other guy's driving like kind of a normal looking car
1: yeah and, and i love how he's like talking to him like pretending like he just saw him on the road hey what are you doing here can <laughs> from the consulate <laughs> weird
0: huh <laughs> and then if you're wondering is there going to be any animals raping humans in this movie yeah about 85 minutes in it happens <laughs> The silverback gorillas that are in heat have sex with Canby. Foreshadowing
1: of the rustling of the bushes early in the movie.
0: As soon as you saw that, you knew it had to happen. Would it be gorilla on gorilla? No, it's gorilla on man. So the the war is about to happen. Ace, he has the bat. He's running through. Everybody stops. He yells, shakaka. Everybody gets on their knees. Saves the day.
1: Well, he had to make a choice. So he yes. had to make a choice. Does he go after the bad guy or does he save the tribes and bring the bat, which he doesn't want to touch. So he chooses to save the tribes and the way he's running with this bat yeah. in his hands, I'm telling you, I would have done the same thing. If yeah. I had, to, if I had to carry a bat that looked like that, I'd be running with it. Like just like that. And the way he was doing it was perfect.
0: Yeah. You know? We had a We had a bat in our house and the way I got it out, it was kind of like that.
1: What the house and you it hold it. it yeah and you you had a bat in your house
0: yeah i i've there's probably one in the attic right now
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> so
0: how'd you get it out and you were in this house uh oh he somehow got into the bathroom and it was on the bathroom window so i used a diaper box put it on the outside then wrap something around it and then when i put him outside he was just
1: laying there and, and, and you had no problem doing it i had to i have to do it for my family but but you had no problem like we did like did you like were you icky inside or you're like "Eh, that is no big deal
0: no big deal i'm batman oh nice (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so so the the end of the movie is the coolest because they're having the wedding and they don't even show they just show ace talking to greenwall and they're like she's not pure right that's all it was
1: well no so he tommy davidson comes out screaming Oh, yeah, they're in a hut because they're, they're in a hut. to do well, they, had, they had the wedding ceremony, and then they walk, in, and Tommy Davis is all excited. They walk into the hut, and then, like, just a couple seconds later, I mean, that's pretty quick. You, yeah. know, like, you know, there was no getting into it. He, a couple seconds later, he walks, screams, running out, that she's not pure, and that's when Ace is like, oop. Yeah. <laughs> they can tell that, and then he runs away.
0: So uh, the one thing I was thinking, obviously it doesn't mean that he had to get her pregnant, but I was thinking, like, oh, Ace Jr. should have been – a Milano, a half black, so, half white. So you're
1: saying Josh Flitter, who played Ace Jr., his mom's a princess in the Huachucci tribe?
0: Or he has a long lost brother. Ah, interesting. He was with Cusack's sister after this, and then. But no just, this movie's awesome. Honestly, like we always talk about, would you recommend this? Of course.
1: Is there anything you would have changed? You know what? I don't think so. I think you know. I think it's it's made the way it, they upped the ante from the first movie. Oh yeah. Um, they it star Jim Carrey in every scene, which really that's all I wanted to see. Like you know, like yeah, I don't care about the you know characters. Like, and I think it, it. I think they did a great job as a follow. Like I said, this is one of the few uh, sequels that I could say is better than the first one, and did great. Um, so no, I wouldn't change anything. I don't think.
0: Yeah, I think it's perfect because usually it takes to like the third or fourth movie to do something completely different Uh, you know they could have done another one, search and helping out some other
1: thing in the states so it's cool that he went to Africa and did this so I would say the only thing um, I would change maybe and I think I kind of touched on this before is maybe lessen some of the repetitive jokes and bring some new things in there you know like instead of saying alrighty then have something else or instead of saying loser again have something else that is kind of the same but like different yeah Um, You know what? Again, they kind of amped it up a little bit when he was saying those, so it works. I mean, it's you know, it was it was such a great movie.
0: Yeah. No, that's it. So that is Ace Ventura: When Nature Calls. The next movie that we're going to be covering is probably probably one of the silliest like family movies. That it's probably our first family movie: Super Babies, Baby Geniuses Two, and the interview that we have for that is awesome. Jamie got us in contact with vanessa angel you know her from kingpin weird science the tv show and she stars in super super babies which also has john Voight which is very interesting so yeah so that's gonna be the new movie don't forget to review rate share our podcast follow us on all social media at sequels only check out our new website sequelsonly.com. good night good night take care now bye bye then